Disclaimer, I am not a professional, nor do I claim to be one. All opinions shared within this podcast are mine and when relevant, research and resources will be linked to a file that is linked to this podcast. New one, trigger warning, I will be talking about my experiences with my mental health. So if you find yourself to be a little bit more vulnerable to things like that, I do suggest that maybe you take some time to click out and maybe come back to it at another time because I do believe in preserving your mental health. And sometimes when other people talk about their mental health, I'm extremely affected by it because I can relate to it and it puts me in a bad headspace. So if you're somebody that can identify with that, maybe take some time to yourself this episode <laughs> and then come back to it at a different time where you feel like you can approach it with a, a level head and an easy mind. With all that being said, hey, I'm Romy, but you knew that already. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all the things that make my brain cells dance. Hola, how are you? You're, I hope you're doing well, and I hope your week went really well because I do remember talking about wanting your week to go really well last week. I know it's not Sunday anymore. <laughs> I think that's appropriate to address. It's not Sunday. I just got really caught up with the happenings of life, and this podcast episode took a little bit of a backseat, but we did make it to episode five, which means we're halfway through the season. I'm going to try to do 10 episodes every season, but in terms of my week this week, because I know I talk about my week every week, (laughs) I... I'm, I'm struggling a little bit, and I think it's important to be honest with the fact that I'm struggling, because it's just what, it's just what happens sometimes, and I'm currently sorting through it and getting on top of things and managing my emotions in the process, but I'm not going to lie and say that everything's happy and dandy, because for the most part, it wasn't, and I, I'm in a better headspace now, but earlier this week, I was really struggling. And in terms of my Animal Crossing Island, I know how I updated you last week about how Bob moved away, but I do have a new villager on my island. His name is Weber. He's kind of great. In my opinion, he's pretty great. He is a duck, and he's he comes from the same phenotype as, as Bob in the sense that they are both lazy creatures. And they both enjoy snacks, and they both have like more happy-go-lucky, easygoing personalities, which is pretty cool. I think he's pretty sick, a pretty sick guy <laughs> to have on my island. He balances out everybody else with their big personalities with his lesser um, exotic personality. So I, I enjoy his company. I haven't really gotten to know his like key phrases or anything super well because I did I didn't really play Animal Crossing this week I tried but I just couldn't because I don't really have the time to but as the week moves forward I'm gonna be intentionally trying to get to know him as a character and I also started playing a new game today which is Crash Bandicoot it's not new to me but I know a lot of people haven't played it in a while and I bought the trilogy because it was on sale and I enjoyed it a lot. It reminded me of being a kid again. And I spent a lot of time, like a lot of time playing. Simply because it took me 
three hours to get past the first level. And then the second level wasn't any different in the sense that I learned the controls better, but it still took me an hour to finish the level. Because the game, I don't remember it being that hard, but it is a little bit more difficult for me because I'm not somebody that plays platforms a lot. But it was refreshing to get away from like the role play games and go into the the platforms again. The next game I hope to start playing is the Star Wars game, the Star Wars trilogy, Lego Star Wars trilogy when it comes out in I think May. That's my next gaming goal, but until I get that game, I think I'm going to stick with Animal Crossing Minecraft and Crash Bandicoot and navigate that and play Mario Kart with my friends whenever they have time. But that's really all I have to say about this week, and I guess it would be appropriate to get into today's topic. So I do know that in the midst of the pandemic and just in the last couple of years in general, we as young people, we've been seeing a lot of stuff going on on social media. There's a lot of stuff, whether it be social justice movements or just people doing a lot of things like working and sales goals and everything like that. It's just a lot. And then within that, I think, at least on my end, I've seen a surge in the productivity or the desire to be productive in terms of how young people perceive the world and what they want. It just requires more. And this has unfortunately led to a lot of burnout. And I don't want to start another burnout conversation because I don't think I just... I don't think I can add anything to the conversation that is new. But I can talk about my own burnout experience, which is pretty interesting to know that I am actually verbalizing these things outside of like my accountability state, my account my accountability relationships and my mental health relationships as well. I say mental health relationships. I really mean the people that I either confide in or the professionals that I do talk to. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to start talking about that. Especially because I'm recently... I've, rec- I've recently been experiencing it, it a lot more than I ever have in my life. So it is a valuable thing to talk about. And it's I think it's important to share my experience because... You never know who else is going through it. And I know when I listen to people speak on the things that they feel and the things that they've gone through, it makes it a lot easier to know that somebody else is in the same place as you are and you feel less alone and then it starts to feel a little bit more manageable. So I I seek to share my perspective just to make it a little bit easier on somebody else in this world. So... I guess I should start by talking about how I just managed to take on a lot. Ever since I I was little, my mom always called me the double-fisted person, a double-fisted child, because I always had multiple things in my hand. (laughs) Now that I look look back at it, I I did think I could carry a lot. Even when it comes to groceries, instead of like bringing one or two bags in at a time, I will attempt to bring everything in all at once. And I think that's some that's a common experience. We all don't want to do extra work. We don't want to like work through the process. 
But that started to show up in my school life and my working life in the sense that I like to take on a lot in small periods of time instead of like spacing it out and delegating my time according to the tasks that I want to complete. I'd rather just do everything all at once. And that's not healthy I'm coming to terms with because I do find myself feeling overwhelmed a lot. And when I start feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling overwhelmed because I'm looking at the amount of tasks that I have to complete. And then I'm looking at how much time I have to complete all those tasks. And then I look at all the things that need to get done. And then I look at how much time I have and it starts to cycle. <laughs> and as funny as it is to me, it's not funny because I start to feel like I'm not going to do anything. And most of the time, everything does get done within the time window, but I end up feeling super stressed about it. And then I honestly believe that if I could, I would start working on things within their individual timings instead of just forcing everything together all at once because I do know that's how I work. <laughs> I want to work towards a more sustainable system for myself at least. And I know this is a shared opinion among a lot of people, especially people that suffer with anxiety and depressive disorders where we just feel like we have to do something because not only do we have people looking at the things that we're doing we also have these expectations for ourselves and those self expectations are what kill us most because nobody expects more of us than we expect for ourselves and we don't want to fail because we live through the lens of seeing everybody as being a little bit more judgmental than they already are so what I've learned is that I need to extend more grace to myself because I know a lot of people are extending that type of grace towards me and it's really helped because I don't overextend myself in that sense. But there's a, it's like a big portion of just weighing and prioritizing the things that I have to go do and finish completing by a certain period of time. And I've been learning that for the last couple of weeks, especially with school and work and work being super busy and work school not being any less busy than it already is. And that's kind of how I managed to feel less overwhelmed. That and then knowing when to just not do something. Like there are shifts that I've given up and there are school assignments that I've purposely not handed in because I just couldn't do it. I couldn't manage the workload. So I'm not telling you to take L's, but essentially I'm telling you to take L's. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. And then this one's a two-parter because I don't really have much to say about either. But this second one is really important to me. <laughs> it's really important to me, even though I don't have much to say on it. Um... A big deal for me is the relationships I have with my family and with my friends because I've built relationships to be what I want them to be and have the boundaries that I want them to have. And each of my relationships kind of have expectations on my end and then I've given people 
Um, essentially, I've given them things to expect from my end. So it works to achieve the goals that I want to achieve. Like I want people to hold me accountable. So that's what happens. I want people to be supportive. So I am supportive and I ask for support and yeah, all those different things. And lately in the process of not feeling well and not feeling like my best self, I noticed that my friendships and my family members really came through for me. And it's, it's making me teary-eyed because, I don't know. I, You know when you, you plan for something, but you don't expect it to go as well as possible, as well as you actually planned it to go? Like, there's always that doubt in whether people are not, uh, people are going to show up for you in the ways that you ask them to show up for you. And to know that I didn't even have to say that I was struggling and that my friends and my family members could identify that and hold space for me and be present with me. And then there's the other end where there are certain people I expected and they didn't show up for me in that way but I do understand that like everybody has stuff going on so that's not a big deal but to see that I could depend on the people in my life it really really like shook me and I'm so grateful and COVID sucks in the sense that I can't just go over to their houses and lay in their beds and cuddle with them all day <laughs> like I used to when I was living on campus, just like go and hang out with and cuddle people because that's the way I show up. What? Sorry, I'm crying. <laughs> it's really nice to know that my friends are there for me and I've been, I'm so grateful. And I know for some of you, you're listening to me talking now and I'm so thankful for you. Those like, Miss calls even though I can't answer. I, I love you so much and I'm so thankful that you call because it makes me feel like I'm holding space in somebody else's life. And it, sometimes when it's so lonely, it's nice to know that people are thinking of you. And that's something that like I struggle with feeling like if people care and then for my family members and my friends to show me that they care. Oh, it just hits different. And I feel like I'm talking in circles, but I, I just want to emphasize the fact that I have some really supportive people in my life. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. But I really do think I... Everybody needs to honor the people that do show up in their lives because there aren't many people that will. And I know it's kind of cynical to say that, but it's so true. Like we can only navigate through life in the truth that we have. And some truth that I have in my heart is that even though I might have the best intentions, that's not always what comes through. And I could plan to have the best of relationships and have the best of friends, but it's a two-way street and I can only control my contributions and to know that my contributions mean something to people and they've internalized what I try to do and then they reciprocate a hundredfold. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. 
So that's really all I have to say about that this episode. And I feel like I'm cutting it a little bit short <laughs> because I'm not going to lie, I wasn't as prepared for this podcast episode, but I do realize that it's important for me to talk about the things that I talk about, whether or not it holds a lot in the hearts of other people. It holds a lot in my heart, and I'm kind of hoping that whoever listens to it gets what they need to get from it, and (laughs) yeah, that's all I really have to say. Now for this week's song of the week. I've chosen a little bit. (laughs) I have like a couple of songs that I have for the week, but I'm only going to pick one. And that is After the Love is Gone by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Because I've really been on an Earth, Wind, and Fire kick this last week. Simply because I watched the Earth, Wind, and Fire versus um, the Isley Brothers on the weekend with my dad. And it it was really good. And... It started like a little, a little bit of a passion inside of me for their music, and I've that song for some reason has really stuck with me, and I've been singing it over and over all day, every day for the last week. It's and I want everybody to appreciate the song as much as I appreciate it. <sighs> it's just a really good song. Anyways, I hope you have a lovely week. And I promise that I will come back in two weeks with a really good episode (laughs) after all that hustle and bustle of schoolwork and exams. I'll finally be able to devote 100% of my time, well, 100% of the allotted time that I plan for these podcast episodes to to the next episode, which is episode six. And yeah, I hope you know you're really loved, and I love you a lot, and I hope your week is really good. I guess I can't just hop to the end without talking about how I am taking a break for the next two weeks, just to get like the bulk of the school stuff over with and get back into the flow of writing and producing podcast episodes and editing them down to what they need to be. But anyways, back to what I was saying about me loving you. I really do love you, and I really hope your week goes amazing. And I hope that we can talk and connect. Either way, love you. Okay, bye.